0: This is episode 27, Are You As Calm As A Cucumber? Hello, hello, hello. We're just two normal dudes trying to live this Jesus life. My name is Josh.
1: Hey, I'm Andrew. And we are This Jesus Life Podcast. Josh. How Andrew. are you today, my friend?
0: Dude, it is good to see you in pixelated form. Yeah. Good uh, to see you always. in
1: pixelated form. You know, my yeah. internet says it is below average in uh actually very bad network. So oh, I have nice a very, very bad network too. A little bit. Yeah.
0: That's weird.
1: You know, we're staying even. How are you in this uh so this is the week after the election when we're recording? Um <laughs> I'm glad to have that done. How are you feeling, man?
0: Yeah, I wish it was done. <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm glad that so the first part done. By some
0: it still still seems contested. I don't know. We'll see how it all plays out. But uh yeah, it's nice know. to not have the political ads like yeah. every two seconds. I didn't oh, get dude, the text the messages. Text this messages this year, so that you was didn't? Nice. Did you know that you can't so like you can sign up for the I don't know what it's called do not message me or something with the FCC. You could like put your what? phone number and say you can't, but it does not apply to political messages. They can still contact you.
1: Are you serious?
0: But I didn't get Dude. any text messages this year, so I wonder if. Wow. wow. I wonder if they just have my old phone number. Wow. Uh, and that's what I texting. got
1: a ridiculous number, and I would say on election day I got a solid fifteen or twenty alone that day. Dang. Like, don't forget to get out and vote. And I live in Pennsylvania and all of that stuff, so you know. Yeah, um, I blame
0: you. Personally, for everything yeah. going on in Pennsylvania right now. Yeah. Like, I just assume I, it's your fault.
1: It was my fault. I okay. went, I boarded up the, um, <laughs> I, I took some boards down and cardboard, duct tape, and I, you know, sealed up all the windows of the nice. official, you know, ballot the counting place in, yeah. in Philly. In Pittsburgh. And uh, yeah, man, I was causing all kinds of trouble on election day. That makes sense. For sure.
0: That's an interesting state. Yeah. Uh, because like your two major cities are on either side of the state. Totally. Oh, and then a here. lot of
1: people just live like pretty rural <laughs> all throughout like the super state. Like rural.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I had friends that, that lived in, in Pennsylvania um, and they were in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, it was that's a weird up. experience. Going to church was like an hour's drive to get to this oh, tiny gosh. church. Um, which was like, dang. Dang, that um, must But I, I would say late. now that the election's okay. over, 2020's starting to look up. Like, not only is the election done, but they, they found the first murder hornet's uh, nest and removed that a couple yeah. weeks ago. So what a that's a win. a win. Total yeah, a win. Win. yeah. Uh, then, that's big. Then whoever removed it did say, this is a good start, but we have a long ways to go. Um, which makes me think there's more murder hornets and they're not telling us the whole story. I'm not sure. Um, but I'm glad they got the first ones. And do you see like, the get Do you see the pictures of like
1: what they were wearing?
0: Yeah, they were wearing like, yeah. they Straight were wearing, out of like, like, Mars on. Landing. Yeah
1: dude it did look like mars landing that was crazy uh-huh. yeah so that happened um i did well, have one more chicken die recently but what <laughs> i have 15 very healthy chickens now
0: so 2020 Man, said that last time and then
1: things. Six, yeah you said
0: that when it <laughs> went to 16 that they're all healthy and apparently that wasn't true
1: <laughs> well at 15 i'm just feeling like things could not be better you
0: know at this that's point good. um <laughs> that's good at what point like what number do you get to where you're like Mm, this might not be working.
1: If I get under ten, I'm gonna panic. <laughs> okay, ten. Um, I'm gonna, that's you fine. know, 10. I
0: still got some wiggle room. From under ten, how long do live like, for before you're like time to die?
1: Uh, they live like seven years typically or more. Long Yeah, they live that entire time. Yeah, they have like six to seven years of like prime egg laying, and then they kind of huh. taper off after that. So you know, theoretically, uh, these fifteen could make it for the next seven or eight years but uh you know statistically it's not looking great for them so
0: (laughs) what do you do with the chicken body after it's dead
1: there's probably a proper way and an improper way to take care of a chicken body Um, i happen to live in an area where there are foxes and coyotes uh, very close by so I may or may not take the chicken and, uh, and throw it down the hill in the woods by the
0: street. You should like, I wouldn't throw it like near your house. No, no. I it's I'd throw it like, near the neighbor, yeah. that neighbor you don't like, <laughs> like throw it near their house.
1: Put it in their mailbox, and and... Just
0: dead chicken. No, no, It needs yeah. to be open though. Because oh, yeah. like coyotes yeah. got to get to it. Right, um, right, and you can't actually yeah. put it in their mailbox. That's a federal crime. I don't know. Yeah, that'd that. be that'd be real. Bad. That'd be the wrong way to do it.
1: No, I take it. I dig it deep into the forest and chuck it down the hill because I know that there's a lot of things that will eat that quickly. Um, you know, so there's that. There's that.
0: Voice, dude. Yeah. We're still talking about relationships. Before we get into that, I yeah. assume you've got some questions that yeah I don't have. <laughs> I think I know the answer to this, but Josh,
1: is it better to steal a candy from a baby or a baby from a candy?
0: What? Is it better to steal candy from a baby? (laughs) Or a baby baby? from candy. I walk away with the baby and leave the candy bar behind?
1: Yeah, you leave the candy in its place, but you take the baby. Yeah. Nope. Nope. So it's better to take the candy from the baby? Yeah, yeah.
0: Like, candy has no responsibility. Baby does. No party right. wants to take
1: baby. That's that's a good point. Then I like to be that's like in
0: charge of it. No. That mm-hmm. seems like a bad day. Okay, uh, Josh. Another question. Um,
1: this one's a little more serious. Uh, but can I borrow some money and promise to pay you back, but not really mean it?
0: <laughs> yeah, I give you 20 bucks.
1: Oh, thanks, dude. That's I like, appreciate that.
0: You know, like put in the mail.
1: Mhm. Yeah, uh, just my mail nephews it. were
0: here a couple of weeks ago it. and I have like I have like Funny money downstairs, yeah. So like it, it's like movie oh, like money, with the like
1: fake faces or like a no, no, no. It looks know. like
0: legit money. It looks like oh. hundred like it stacks a hundred dollar bills and like wrappers nice. and everything. Yeah, um, but like there is like Chinese lettering or something on the back, mm-hmm. and there is something yeah. on the front to yeah, make yeah, it yeah. not. Um, But I was paying them that money to pick up the dog poop in the backyard. <laughs> um, the younger nephew <laughs> took a, like he was in, the older nephew wanted no part of it. Like he's That's ever seen a hundred dollar bill before. I know what it looked yeah. like. <laughs> um,
1: okay. These questions kind of stink, man. Um, mm, I agree. I'm, not, I'm trying to make them good, but, you know, it's just uh, it's just not, not that great. Um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, Want to see who can drink more milk? That's one of the questions. <laughs> That's dumb. Um, uh,
0: no. But when I was in high school, I took a... I don't know what it was called. Media productions, I think, is what it's called. It's like a film class, and yeah. I took it back to back semesters. I don't know if it was my senior year. I might have taken it again my senior year because it was like a throwaway yeah. class. Yeah. Easy A's. You got to film, and you got to leave all the time. So like, we go to mm. McDonald's because we we're saying we're filming our video at McDonald's. That's awesome. Because uh, so all of our, <laughs> our all of our videos had something to do with McDonald's because gave us an excuse to be <laughs>
1: constantly campus. getting McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. that's
0: funny. So every That's day we, we just screwed around for an hour nice. and a half or however long our classes were and didn't really do anything. Okay. Um, I do have one legitimate... one of the videos we shot oh, was someone yeah. drinking a gallon of milk in the back parking lot. Ah. And just, like, throw Before up. Before throwing like, up or explosive while throwing up? throw up. Yeah. It was yeah. so gross.
1: Yeah. We, dude, when I was an RA in college, we did, I instituted that we should do the milk challenge as a dorm. Oh, my god. <laughs> Dude, I got outside at least. I
0: hope
1: we had this. Yeah, it was outside, but the the problem was there were probably a hundred college dudes outside, all with with their own gallon of milk. Everybody had their own gallon. So we (laughs) all along the dorm, everybody was lined up, and it was like, okay, three, two, one, go! And an air horn went because you had to drink it within a certain amount of time, and then keep it down for a certain amount of time. So it was like five minutes to drink it and then you had to keep it down an hour to win. Um, I think the one who made it the longest was like 20 minutes, but dude, so just everybody chugging their gallon of whole milk and then then in the landscape, whole milk. And then in the landscape, there was like these landscape rocks line, like river rocks lining the edge of the dorm and everybody was standing by those. (laughs) So everybody was just at some point turning and projectile puking milk into those rocks. And here's the thing that was the worst part of that whole idea.
0: Forever. dude for the
1: next like three weeks it did not rain and it smelled horrible oh the whole dorm gosh. like all along the edge like it was just really really bad it was
0: really oh, bad Oh, that's miserable uh, yeah no it's like yeah. <laughs> that's uh, yeah, no thank you yeah seeing that vomit is yeah. so gross there's so many stupid things we did in that class and yeah. we filmed it all because we had cameras so like we, uh, we set a, uh, fire extinguisher off on a dude in the bathroom, like this tiny little bathroom and he'd like get rushed to the hospital because you like, like, cause like those are poisonous. They're not good for you. Oh my gosh. Dude. I and feel we, like- and we filmed it from like six different camera angles. Cause there's like six different groups in there.
1: <laughs> the teacher's like okay really good job cat- capturing the angles yeah. really bad job with the content um, yeah,
0: i don't know if he ever knew i don't really I know like what he did you they have never really so many
1: you have so many of those moments that end like with and <laughs> they had to go to the hospital and we yeah, had to tell their parents we Oh, uh, that yeah you have a lot of yeah, those moments it's like when i got a gun Dude. pulled on me where you're like uh yeah that was a dumb decision yeah. That's fair. All right. Hey, this is one random question. Not super funny, but it might be. But I was curious, do you have any trashy TV shows that you enjoy watching, like The Bachelor or anything like that? Yeah. Yeah. Do you watch any of that stuff?
0: No. 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 I watch, so I'm watching right now, New Girl, while I'm going to bed. solid. Except Um, the last season. All
1: of them are really good except the last season.
0: It's like the office screen, you just like turn it on but you're like half paying attention. Yeah. And then I'm also watching Entourage, going through Entourage again.
1: Ooh,
0: nice. Uh, which is a good show.
1: I just started um, a new show on Amazon Prime called Alive and they drop these dudes off at uh these crazy like crazy like rainforest islands outside of Vancouver. Um like in the ocean basically. Yeah. And they just have to survive as long as they can. Like alone, what? no contact with anybody else. They film themselves and, um, huh. and the, the person who lasts the longest gets $500,000.
0: Dang. Pretty intense. Wow. But you yeah. don't know, like if someone's you don't, outlasted you.
1: I, I kind of think like from, I think when the person picks you up, they're like, you're the second to go home. You're the fifth to go home. You're the. Whatever. But
0: when you make the decision to go home, you don't know where you are in the list. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You have no idea if you're... <laughs> so it means I would stay out there forever. Yeah. Like, this is how this is yeah. going to work. Oh, man. Because I'm going to win all this money.
1: But it's a good show. I, I would recommend it. I watched uh, one and a half episodes last night, and I'm a
0: fan. It's good. Huh. Yeah, I don't good watch stuff. a lot of reality TV. I, don't, I really don't don't think either. I ever have.
1: My wife uh, likes the bachelorette though, man. That's what I was asking mm, for is because I've got, I've seen now chunks of a bunch of different episodes lie. and I'm like, that is just lie. such You're, trash. Your wife
0: has send me pictures of you with your popcorn, <laughs> all cross legs, sitting on the couch, completely engaged in the episode. Males
1: painted. <gasps> yep. Oh man. Yep. Glass of rosé.
0: Yeah. It's That's a good right. Tuesday night, you know? Oh, you even know what night's, at night it's on. <laughs> I do because that's um, the night that I, the I night. rock I know, my sure. daughter to
1: sleep so that Jana can watch, uh, can watch it. Bachelorette. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, like I used to watch Real World. <laughs> Jana just said, day. "Haters
1: like... gonna hate." You love the drama. <laughs> she texted me.
0: It's ah, so funny. Oh, that's funny. Uh, yeah, I used to watch Real World back in the day, <laughs> and then nice. there was a small stint of. What's that one where they, like, just have cameras all over the house and they're, like, living in this, like, fake-looking house? Oh, Brotherhood Big brother. or Big Brother, Big yeah. Big Brother, yeah. yeah. My yeah. mom used to watch that. She might still. I don't know if it's on TV, but that was all. That was about it for me. Yeah, uh, fair hey, enough. Andrew, before we get hmm. into the conversation for today, hmm. what's your most embarrassing moment or story?
1: My most embarrassing moment
0: or story... Mm-hmm
1: man i told that story on a previous episode the one time i think i might have been most embarrassed in my life was when i pulled the fire alarm in sixth grade um and everybody knew i did it and it was a 100 percent accident but nobody believed me i was so embarrassed and terrified i was like i'm gonna get kicked out of school like i'm gonna be the police are gonna come like all of this stuff that was just one moment where I was just so mortified at what had happened. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. nobody believes me. This was, was it, like a backpack
0: or something that like grabbed it.
1: It was my stupid, like that zip up, like three ring binder thing. Oh, like the yeah, zip yeah, yeah. binder. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. zipper literally got stuck in the handle. And when That's I weird. moved it down, because there was a pretty girl coming through the doorway. So I was like, Ooh, go ahead. And I moved it down, and then oh, that's ding, funny. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. What about what about Did you, any man? Ink? You? Did any ink come out? No ink. I think that no. that fire alarm must have been pulled a bunch of times before. <laughs> I guess. It's one of those like yeah.
0: it's those things of like, man. If kids could just figure out some things that just don't really matter like you pulling a fire alarm let's be honest not that big of a deal yeah. but to you it's terrifying like
1: in how powerful moment, a dude. child
0: could be when they realize it doesn't matter <laughs> like how <laughs> terrifying is that kid <laughs> when he like comes to that realization of like it's oh true. i can do almost anything it doesn't really actually i can matter. do whatever i want
1: i'm yeah. in seventh grade it doesn't matter
0: oh yeah. Uh, um, yeah yeah hopefully my children are not like that that'd be a bad day um yeah. uh, my that most embarrassing be. moment
1: yeah
0: man i don't know probably in probably in middle school let's be honest that's probably your most embarrassing time in general Hmm.
1: um it's a hard question on the spot to be honest
0: yeah i'm sure i did something more embarrassing i wet wet my pants in like second grade hmm. out of protest to my teacher and then i realized what i just did <laughs> so that's a pretty embarrassing moment we we're like oh shoot uh
1: dude I was watching Impractical Jokers the other night, and then we yeah, can yeah. get moving on this conversation. But Man, it was a really trip. a funny moment. The punishment was that Sal got put in an escape room with a bunch of random yeah. people, and he had <laughs> and he was wearing khakis, and he had to wet himself and then continue the escape room. He couldn't leave till they like got out. <laughs> so
0: <laughs> and just like play it so, off like nothing happened.
1: He just tried to downplay it, like
0: uh, basically oh saying like.
1: You guys, I really gotta go to the bathroom. Like, can I can I leave for just a minute? You know, and then he just oh my god! I don't itself. think I'd be able to do that. Yeah,
0: like bad. on command. I don't. I don't know. I don't think my body would be like, yep, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, um, I don't think it'd let me pee. <laughs> That's a funny moment though. It was bad for everybody else in the room. You're just like. Uh, dude
1: and then he but then he had to spend like another 40 minutes with them because they, he kept the, the rest of the punishment was that they, he had to keep trying to get involved in solving stuff and everybody's just like dude get away from me
0: <laughs> they're
1: in tiny room you know
0: It was great oh, it's it it really good uh, i still want to make an escape room that sounds like a lot of fun
1: yes yes
0: to figure out
1: Dude, this episode is that we are being called, or is, we're calling it Calm as a Cucumber. Tell me why. What are we doing here, bro?
0: I don't know why you named it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, tell me about our subject today. That's all I was meaning. Not tell me why uh, I thought to name we're this.
0: Finally, we're finally no. to the part of, of 1 Corinthians 13, uh, yes. that love is slow. To anger. So if you don't know, if you're just catching it for the very first time, um, we're kind of in this se- season of, of relationship. So we think because, you know, God has called us to be in great relationship with himself and great relationship with one another, as we see in the great commandment, commandments. Um, and we're just kind of play that out. And we decided, well, what's the better way to play this out in terms of relationships with one another than to love one another well? And how do we love one another? Well, Right, right. First Corinthians 13. Oh. And that's simply love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It's not proud. It does not dishonor others. It's not self-seeking. It's not easily angered. Keeps no mm-hmm. records of wrong. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices in the truth. Always protects. Always trusts. Always hopes. And always perseveres. So love is not easily angered. And I don't know about you, but mm-hmm. we're in a an election season. Well, we're at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but even still, like... I was on Facebook last night and somebody posted something about Biden that didn't even vote for Biden. They're pretty or sorry, didn't even vote for Trump. Uh, oh. He voted for a third party candidate because he didn't like either of the two candidates. And like dude was jumped on in like no time. Um, Dang. And you're just like, man, like one, probably should never post those kinds of things on the Internet. <laughs> you're just asking for it <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Two, like it's that whole concept of like in trump supporters do the same thing um once you've kind of decided what camp you're in um then you have to defend that decision right Mm -hmm. like that's how you feel of like i have to defend my decision constantly Yeah. yeah so like and i think this is where people struggled with trump um even probably even now of his behavior, though I agreed with a lot of his policy, he spent a lot of money. I don't agree with that, but um, lo- lots of his policies I agreed. with. I didn't agree with his behavior. And a lot of people couldn't disconnect those two. Like right. if I'm voting for this guy, I'm voting for everything about him, his right. character and all those things. Um, yeah. Oh, I just hit my microphone. Sorry. Um, and it's the same now with, with Biden, though, these individuals mm-hmm. that have, have voted for him and supported him. Are now going to defend him at all costs, yeah. um, even to the point of illogical, 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 illogical. arguments, mm-hmm. um and yeah. just to make just to win the argument. And just like, is it really worth it? Yeah. Like it's like, who cares? Yeah. Sure, I voted for Trump. <laughs> Trump didn't win. Well, at least that's what the news is telling us. Yes,
1: we'll <laughs> see. We'll see. I don't. What happens? And I'm Listen, not saying
0: it's going to go that way. Let's be honest. You can't come back from from a president being projected like civil war happens. You come back from that. Right. 50 like, 50.
1: Know. Hey, OK. All I'll say is that in 2000 uh, they projected that Gore won uh, and oh, they they, did? they had it as Gore winning for like a, a month until Bush won. So you never know. But if Biden wins, we might get to see a president poop his pants on TV. Um, so that could be cool. <laughs> Um
0: <laughs> no, we're gonna see the first woman 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 president. Yeah, but <laughs> not that's just six, vice president.
1: That's like six months after he accepts, you know. No, that, I told you this before Kamal we got Harris. on. We're getting super
0: yeah. political. We don't mean anything by it. Don't get pissed Sorry, off friends. at us. This is the yeah. episode about anger.
1: Yeah, uh, don't get
0: bad. But I told you this how it's gonna play out. He's gonna <laughs> get sworn in. Um and at Inauguration Day, he just took his hand off the Bible. He's going to take mm-hmm. a paper out of his his coat, which is article, is it 24? What's what's where he transfer? Something
1: like 24, 25. Whatever, which, article,
0: yeah. which one it is. Uh, and he's going to sign it over and hand it to Carmela.
1: <laughs> mm, dude, it... Uh... <laughs> yes it could happen but okay let uh, wrapping up politics for the moment because come on we're talking about not being easily angered we're probably going to yeah. go back to that in a little bit but um yeah. i feel like we're in this we we are in this weird outrage culture right now where well, like sure. you say something that that goes against the tenets of what like my stated beliefs are like yeah. and 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 the socially accepted thing is that I should just like totally shame you or call you the worst name yep. I can think of, or yep. I don't know, or isolate or, or tell everybody, just take a clip of what you, sh- you shared and share it out and say, what a bigot, you know, like or yeah. whatever, like, it's like this outrage of like, it's good to be outraged or like there's merit yeah. in being outraged. Well, it's so not, not only like, that, it's
0: if you're not outraged, you're in the wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's that methodology or that ideology. It's totally
1: bonkers in my opinion. And it's not healthy for our culture. And it's definitely not what Jesus modeled. (laughs) It's like, it's not, it doesn't, there's not much space for that. I understand
0: there's things in the world that, that create outrage inside of you. I get that. Like Mm -hmm. things that happen. There's definitely triggers for me that when I read about those things, like I'm, I'm pissed automatically. Um, but it's, it's what you do with that anger and there's righteous anger as well. Like we're not saying all anger is bad. Like Jesus was clear. Um, there's a, like, not anger is okay. Anger is not the issue, but anger leads to issues. Yeah. Um, like anger leads to sin essentially. So we have to get really slow to it. And, you know, we only have one example of Jesus um, becoming angry and, I don't have the reference off the top of my head, but it's going to be in the Gospels because Jesus Well, it's where, in it's, the Gospels.
1: And in this example, uh, people were using the temple to profit, like selling birds, selling all kinds of things inside the, prof- the, the temple. So Jesus went and flipped tables and drove them
0: out like a BA. Uh, Mark, Mark 3, 1 through 6. I just, I just typed in angry Jesus verses. <laughs> <laughs> show me that angry Jesus. Yeah. Only, uh. only time we really saw Jesus get angry. Uh, even oh. when his ear was cut off, dude mm-hmm. didn't get angry. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's the one moment he felt, I would assume, I don't think it exactly says what he said was wrong, but we're assuming by his actions, uh, how they were treating God's God's holy place, God's presence at that time, the temple, um, is what pissed him off and got angry over it. But the important part of this is um, it wasn't an anger that, like, it wasn't an anger that stemmed from his emotion. Mm-hmm. Um, like, sure, it probably triggered something, you know, him being fully human. Um, yep. But it, but he took his time to get angry, like so much yep. so that he, he made a whip. So, like, I don't <laughs> yeah, know if you've ever made a whip. That's a, a good whip. point. It yeah, takes some time no. to make a whip. Um, mm-hmm. It's not like you just you just grab some some leather and you got to whip. Like you got It takes a little bit of time to put it together. So he good, made a whip. He didn't just grab one. That. He made one. Wow. And then he started whipping people with it, which is <laughs> freaking sweet. Um, Dude, plenty of people I want to whip with a whip.
1: What an intimidating weapon choice. You know, like, <laughs> Jesus, just use that big stick. Nope. I'm going to sit here and make this whip, and then I'm going to use it on well, you.
0: Not only that. Like, let's dig into this even further. And this isn't. There's no theology in this. We're just, I'm just talking, yeah. but like, why a whip? Like, yeah. why not? a Why not a sword? Why not a big stick? Like you said, why right. not um, rocks? Why was he chucking rocks at people? Right. Um, well, I think because a whip isn't, isn't life threatening. You're not gonna be killed by a whip. It's not a thing. It's going to hurt uh, though. It's, it's going gonna to hurt. hurt.
1: You're going you're gonna to move out of the way.
0: Quick. But there's an intentionality of like, yeah, it's, it's hurt. Yeah. It makes loud noises, but it's not actually damaging. Right. Like, you're going to have a sting on your arm, maybe a bruise, but it's going to go away. Yeah. You start beating people with a stick, there's <laughs> a good chance you're going to cause damage. Things could go away. You start chucking rocks. Yeah. And you start yeah. waving a sword around. Uh-huh. Like, things are going to happen. Um, yeah. So, like, there's even intentionality from that perspective that we could even look at it and say, oh, like, look what. So, the point is, anger is not bad, but anger shouldn't be your first emotion you're going mm-hmm. to. I think that's when you're yeah. wrong. Yeah. Um, no matter yeah. what the topic is. And we all know our triggers, right? There's certain things when they're talked about, I get pissed really fast. Um, yeah. How do I avoid those things? I guess is is our question.
1: So, okay. Something uh, just before we dive in a little bit more, a cool example of not being easily angered. So somebody that um, maybe still listens to the show, hopefully she does, but she was in youth group uh, when we were kind of leaders of youth group um, together. Uh, At our old church. Anyway, um, she shared on Instagram recently that she had this um, flight where uh, a lady was kind of right behind her in the row right behind her and was just talking really, really loudly and saying a lot of things about abortion that she disagreed with and saying a lot of things like it's crazy or it's so effed up that men think they have any say in abortion and all this stuff. You know, things that were just like really inflammatory if you didn't believe them to be true. And, uh, and her friend said that kind of everybody around her was just, like, shaking their heads, like, thinking that lady was crazy in a lot of ways. But um, she didn't say anything in the moment. She just let it go. She's like, I'm not going to change minds. I'm uh, The only reason I'd say anything was kind of just to fight, <laughs> honestly, or make yeah. her feel like we not everybody disag- agrees with you. But then yeah. uh our friend goes on TikTok and shares kind of a, an argument of that, you know, argument as a straw man, got over a million views. Um and, and she wasn't like hating on the person that was saying that on the airplane. She was just giving like both sides the argument in a pretty yeah. fair way. And dude, yeah, literally got over a million views. And I was just thinking wow. about that and I'm like, wow, how cool is that that she chose not to get easily angered in that moment? And then turned it around into something that at least made a lot of people think, you know, or a lot of yeah. people maybe reconsider or or think about it of like, oh, yeah, I can have this conversation without screaming, you know, or digitally yeah. screaming. So it was just kind of cool of like, wow, you chose to hold your anger and God did something cool with that, you know, used it for good yeah. rather than for evil.
0: So no, that's it's awesome. kind of cool example. Yeah. And the reality is like. <laughs> when have you ever won an argument When you were angry Yeah Right Like the second anger enters the picture Like all logic's out of, out the window Yeah um,
1: Yeah you don't win when you're angry <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry I'm just reading your We have a chat feature in the app <laughs> that we use And he was telling me who he's talking about Which I figured out as you no, we were it's talking all but It's all good It says New message from Decisive What's your name? Our Arpagator? Arpagator? It just no randomly idea. assigns us names if we don't write one in, and that's his <laughs> yeah. name today. Decisive Arpagator, whatever Arp-gator Arp-gator is. Whatever that is. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, like, the second you get angry, frustrated, like, you're not mm-hmm. going to think straight. Like, that's the reality of it. Like, mm-hmm. you've, you've already lost. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. Is it, The question becomes, is it worth it? And then the other question yeah. is, how do I control it? Like yeah. anger, is such a, um, overpowering emotion.
1: Mm-hmm. Like how
0: do I, when I start to feel that coming on, like, how do I overcome it? Like, how do I make sure I'm slow to anger and not allowing myself just to yeah. jump there? Cause you know, the people that jump there constantly, right? Yeah. They're people you don't want to be around. <laughs> like mm-hmm. they're no fun. They're, they're not enjoyable. Um, I don't know if you ever work for an angry leader, but man, is that miserable? Hmm. Um, like, it's just not worth it. Like, um, like I don't want to put myself in those situations because that's the the the, um, the uh, what's the word Bible, the Bible, <laughs> the Bible says no, the, Cause the Bible just, says, yeah, just the enjoyment of life is sucked oh, out yeah. of the room yeah. so quickly. It's just yeah. not worth it. Um, so it, you don't want to be one of those people and maybe you're sitting mm-hmm. there and you are one of those people like anger is your emotion. And mm-hmm. if, if I like had a prominent emotion in my life, it's probably anger. Um, <laughs> it's the emotion I know the best. Um, um it's not because I get angry often, but because I'm just not that emotional of a person. So I don't really recognize the <laughs> other emotions. <laughs> maybe my EQ is really low except for anger. Uh, I, really I don't know. think but, so. Um so there's that piece yeah. where you like if that's where you're at you're constantly coming back to anger like how do you how do you slow it down how do you make sure that's not your first emotion yeah. um, that presents itself when i when you're find yourself in a disagreement or conflict over something Yeah. Um like how do you take the the example of of you know the the individual that you know you just shared about mm-hmm. um rather than um
1: well, it's a, it's a choice that you don't necessarily make in the moment, right? Like you were saying, like, even Ooh, down cute. into that, that example of like choosing to make a whip, you know, rather than pick up a baseball bat or a gun or a rock or yeah. whatever. It's like, no, I, I'm going to be angry, but I am angry about this. I'm going to be angry about it later. So I'm going to take my time on it to, to act in a specific way, not just an yeah. outburst, you know? Yeah. Um, but, but you don't make that decision in the moment. Like if you're just living moment to moment, like, well, I may, I may boil over any second, then, then you inevitably are going to at some point, you know? Um, but if you're walking through life saying, no, I'm going to live more like the, the James verse that we'll, we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, then, then basically I'm making that choice in advance that I'm not just going to have a fuse blow out you know and and say well my anger is justified i can do whatever i want um okay back to politics dude the riots burning cities down like breaking business windows all of that
0: um that's not happening you don't watch the news <laughs> yeah
1: that's not happening at all
0: They're peaceful. it's only
1: a, it's only in your imagination but like, you yeah. what is that, man? How how is that acceptable at all? That we're just like, well, that's the consequence of something happen, happening politically you don't like, or something happening with the police department you don't like, or whatever. It's like that's not an acceptable response to just say, well, I'm going to go burn something down. I'm going to go hurt somebody. <laughs> I'm going to go break something. It's like
0: that's yeah.
1: I like, I don't know. It's it's frustrating. Well, it's the, it's we the live whole in a moment like... where anger's cool, I guess.
0: No, it is. It is cool. Like, as long as it's righteous anger, I have free reign to do whatever I want with It's essentially our culture today. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, deemed as long as it's righteous. righteous anger. Yeah, yeah. Deemed righteous anger. And we can argue either side of the political spectrum of whether it's yeah. righteous or not. Um, but, like, if it's righteous anger, deemed righteous, then I can do whatever I want. Like, mm-hmm. it, it gives me free reign. And that's that's opposite of, of who Jesus called us to be. 100% opposite of who Jesus called us to be. Like... You're never going to see me post a political article, a political statement, anything yeah. that's ex- going to be divisive, except for gospel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, gospel can be divisive. You're telling people that they're sinners right. in need of a savior, like that's divisive. Yeah. A um, bit. So, other than that, on on any social media platform, or for that matter, any platform that's going to be public, yeah, not going to go down those roads. It's not worth yeah. it. And. And I know a lot of people disagree and do the opposite of that. There's been plenty of times I've read a post. I'm like, oh hell no, mm-hmm. I'm getting in on this one and have to stop myself, um, dude. I've deleted a just, lot of
1: comments where I'm just I have yeah. that moment of, yeah. no, this is going to destroy a relationship, and it's yeah. not going to change their mind. And I'm posting yeah. it because I want them to feel bad. <laughs> it's like, yeah. and okay, I want everyone to see delete, backspace, delete, right. delete, delete, close. Yeah. I'm done. Yep. Not doing that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Shut it down. But yeah. no, like that's that's normal emotion to want essentially to some extent. Maybe you're wanting revenge. Hmm. Um, like that's what you're doing. You're like you're saying this to your sphere of influence. That's not OK. I have to correct it. Um, mm-hmm. And as long as I feel righteous about it, we, we see this a variety of different ways. Remove the political spectrum. We see mm-hmm. this in our own lives that um, if we feel righteous about it, then we get to do whatever we want in mm-hmm. the midst of that. Um, and I think that's the opposite of what, what Jesus said. is is calling us to and you know Mm -hmm. you quoted the James, or you you mentioned the james verse let me read this but this is Mm -hmm. james chapter one and um towards the end of james chapter one he gets in kind of this this um conversation of kind of how do we act like how do we how do we actually respond to each other and he says my dear brothers and sisters this is the you i think yeah "Uh, dear brothers and sisters take note of this everyone should be quick to listen slow to speak Slow to become angry angry. because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. Mm -hmm. So it's it's so (laughs) here's here's what here's what God's saying. Hey, Jesus did this uh, in the temple, but Jesus being fully man, fully God had full ability to do this. Mm -hmm. You, on the other hand, your (laughs) anger is not going to read lead to any form of righteousness um, that God desires. So but he also recognizes anger is normal human condition. Yeah, it's normal to get angry. Um, So he's not saying all anger is sin. He's not calling it sin. He's telling you it's not going to lead to anywhere good. Yeah. Um, But I get you're a human. It's going to happen. Mm -hmm. So avoid it happening as long as you possibly can
1: yeah and the, helpful and the question thing becomes is he says, he, and the helpful thing is the the answer kind of baked into the statement where he yep. says, yep. everybody should become quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. and yep. you only become slow to become angry if you're quick to listen and you're careful with your words, slow to speak. Yep. I had a yep. uh, my last boss she um she was great, and she told me that when she was a little kid, her uh, her grandpa told her this, like, would always say this to her and, and her siblings and all of that, of, like, w- when you're about to say something and you're mad, you should imagine that you're a giraffe so that you have a really long neck because those <laughs> words are going to go all the way up your neck before they come out of your mouth so you have a minute huh. to think about it before you say it. And I've just always liked that good. image, you know, of, like, I just need to take a moment and actually think about it and visually imagine that my words take a minute to come up my throat before coming good. out of my mouth. Um, because man, I don't know about you, Josh, but um, I'm not always the slowest to speak and I'm not always the slowest to become angry. And every yeah. time I find myself being way too quick to speak or too quick to become angry, I deeply regret it. <laughs> and it hurts yeah. relationships. It hurts yeah. me um from being honest it's it's normally um directed at my wife that i have to go back and really apologize and kind of atone for of using my words poorly so this is like a life lesson in a single verse become slow to or quick to listen slow to speak and slow to become angry and uh dude that is easy to say and hard to do for me at least
0: well i think it's hard for for a lot of us. Yeah. A lot of us. And I, I think it's even like, um, quick to listen is difficult for me. Slow to speak, I can do. Mm-hmm. Um, but slow to show my emotions that I'm pissed, very difficult for me to do. Yeah. So like, sure, I might not be verbally saying anything, uh, but my emotions are saying, F you, it's on. <laughs> <laughs> there's a couple of cues. Uh, uh, right? So there's there's yeah. that piece of it too, of like, can I... Can I hold can control and hold my emotions in in the moment as much as I want to attack as much as I want to let the anger out, as much as I want to correct um, however however it presents itself as much as I want to mm-hmm. do those things um, can I hold that in um, yeah. give it a little bit more time to process so I don't end up one destroying relationship like really that's 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 the issue at hand right like this is why Paul said like love is not easily angered. Like, you've got to show a high level of grace, you have to show a high level of of uh, um, compassion, mm-hmm. um, if not empathy, to understand their position of kind of where they're at. Um, because the other part is like, you may be righteous in it, in, in your position against whatever they're doing. Yeah. But can you have empathy to understand where they're at and why they're mm-hmm. at that place? Right. Like, I think that's where where love and and unity start to live. Like, I may disagree with a lot of policies and stances and methodologies going back to the political realm of, you know, a a different party um, Mm -hmm. than the party I typically align with. Um, But can I see how they got there? Mm -hmm. And if I can't see how they got there, then I'm probably not in a position of love. I'm yeah. probably not caring for them as an individual, yeah. um, because I, I don't want to take the time to even learn, right. Hey, how right. did you get to this? So I, I think there's that piece of it of like, um, when I find myself in an argument about something, um, can there be a conversation instead of jumping to emotion as much as I want to just asking yeah. questions and there's a way to ask questions to understand a way to ask questions that are. Freaking daggers, right? Totally. Like, I can I can ask you a leading question, uh, and I can ask you a question where I'm I'm genuinely just trying to Mm -hmm. understand your position, and even share like, say you and me are having an argument about something, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and I'm getting pissed. Like, it's boiling up. I can feel it. I'm I don't think we've ever had this conversation, but I'm I'm feeling it. I'm getting angry. Yeah. Um, And I can even tell you, hey, like, I'm getting pretty frustrated. By what you're saying, like, I can feel it inside of me, Mm -hmm. um, but I care about you and I want to understand how you got here. Um, So can you just can you lay it out for me again, Mm -hmm. maybe in a different way so I can at least we may we may not come to conclusion on agreeing. That's fine. But I just want to understand how you got here Um, and share that I'm pretty angry right now. Like I can feel it inside of me. It's boiling up, but I value you. As a person like I've had, you know, you and I have have a have a buddy we travel across the country with. Um, I just say it that way that so, you know, who I'm talking about. But yeah, yeah. Um, and there's been plenty of times that we've had conversations that were heated um, because we don't agree on some certain things. Uh-huh. Um, but can we have the conversation, even though it may be um, a little more lively Than our normal conversations. Yeah. Um, Can we still have that conversation and try to understand each other Mm -hmm. Um, than trying to convince each other of our position, right? Like, even if your ultimate goal, I want to convince you of my position. Like, that's my Mm -hmm. ultimate goal. Well, I can't do that effectively if I don't understand your position because I can't get you from A to B, right? Like, so even from an argument standpoint (laughs) to win, it makes more sense to understand your opponent uh, (laughs) you're having conflict with just to win, let alone to live in a godly, uh, human person honoring way. Yeah.
1: hundred percent. So Josh, I'm gonna, as you were saying that, I, at, at the end of you saying that I was thinking like, how do I respond to that? Because that all makes sense. And in my mind, I, man, I'm all about how do we make things practical? So, um, I'm going to say my thoughts on like, what does it mean to listen? because it says we should be quick to listen um, Mm -hmm. and slow to speak. Um, Maybe, I don't know, maybe this will add something or or you, I don't know, whatever you think about it, fill it in. But like listening, um, there's such a difference between just hearing things through your ears and and reacting um, and actually listening to people. Um, yeah. And it's a hard skill because, like you were saying, you, you can ask questions that are just leading um, so that when people say the wrong thing and you say, oh, there's my cue. Gotcha. Yeah. You know, um, or you can ask questions and genuinely be curious about the answer and and listen. And I think one way that I catch myself or one check for me is when I am listening to someone speak, I try really hard not to be thinking as they're speaking about what am i going to say next what's my next point what's how do i respond to that what do i do not even how do i respond just what's my next point how do i sound smart what am i going to say uh are they done talking yet seems like they've been talking for a while (laughs) like i when i'm listening i really just feel like these are all the
0: emotions and thoughts you have when we're on the podcast together i just feel (laughs) like you're trying to bring something up and
1: <laughs> Man, just a really, just right a now. really roundabout kind of way. So <laughs> by that, I mean, <laughs> we should. Uh, you know, I want our podcast to be five minutes in length, and you drag it out to an hour. So I don't know.
0: <laughs> hey, we're been pretty kidding. good. We're trying to keep uh, it under the hour, Mark. We've been
1: yeah, all right we're recently. we're pretty close. I'm proud of us. um But I don't know. Practically listening. I don't know if you ever have those thoughts of like, am I actually listening or not? And for me, no. when I'm thinking about that, I try to just be like, okay, quit thinking about what I'm going to say and actually listen and respond to what they said, you know, ask a question about what they said or follow up or whatever.
0: No. Um, See, most yeah. of the time I don't even hear what you're saying in general. Like most of you <laughs> are just
1: like right now. You I'm, have no argu- idea what I'm arguing
0: in my head with myself <laughs> about the conversation and you're not even a part of it. I'm just Dude. spewing out. You should be going quick to listen. That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> no, no, I'm listening. and just listening to myself. Um, that's <laughs> that's funny. No, yeah. like, my, my problem is I'm an internal processor. Mm. Um, uh, some things I'm external on. In, but in, in general, I'm an internal processor. So I'm processing as someone else is talking uh, where I stand on whatever they're talking about. Mm-hmm. So. Like, like you're saying, like that's a great practice to have. I don't do it well in general. I don't do it well um, either. That's just yeah. what I try to do.
1: That's what yeah. I want to do. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Um, And even like processing, oh, what's my next question to ask? Like I'm thinking about all of those things. Um, mm-hmm. I spend probably more time in my head than I realize, mm-hmm. um, even in conversations with people. Um, but I also like try to anticipate, and maybe this goes back to insecurities of my, my own of I don't think I'm smart enough yeah. is an insecurity that, that plays in my head or, or whatever. Um, and uh, so I think there's a piece of that is one of the reasons I don't listen well uh, at times is because I don't feel I'm trying to process as quick as I possibly can to come up to with my own answers mm-hmm. or have conversation or whatever the issue is. So that's why I'm not listening to you. Um I'm not saying any of this is right. I'm just saying, hey, there's this is how some people function and think, so I get it. Um, listening it can be difficult, but um, but I, I think taking that that time to slow down and and to at least just take in all the information of like, hey, I just want to hear yeah. this person share whatever they think in this moment, and I just want to understand it rather than. I want to, and maybe that's the posture for me that I'd have to take. is like, Hey, I just want to understand your thinking. Um, yeah. hopefully that's not kind of in the way that you say it. I don't know. But, um, and if that's the posture I'm taking, I'm not trying to convince you of my way though. There's most of the time, 98, 99% of the time I want to convince you of my way. It's Hey, no, I just want to understand. Yeah. So it's telling yourself in your head of no, 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 understand, understand, understand. Um, yeah, I'm one of those guys that like, I'm like my dad. Like I have a really long fuse. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, and then one day it just all comes out and it's <laughs> ugly. And It's not, it's He's not a good day. For a long yeah, time. Anger yeah. is, is going to come at you and now you're going to feel my wrath. Uh, but I'll take it for a while. Um, probably not good. Probably a bad trade. I learned from my dad. You probably have to talk about it. Way before you let it out. (laughs) I love my father, but uh, I think that's a piece of Mm -hmm. uh, that's just not helpful. Like, I think when you're wronged or you feel like you should share it, you know, as we said earlier, like, hey, what you're sharing is is really pissing me off. Um, I don't want to be angry. I know that's not helpful to our conversation. I just want to understand where you're coming from. So can I ask you questions? And even
1: if that catches somebody by surprise, that's so much better than just blowing up on them, you know? Uh, yeah. later is saving it up for yeah. six weeks. Like it's so much better to say, Hey, you're actually kind of pissing me off right now. Here's why. And can you yeah. unpack your thinking? Cause, cause I might be wrong, you know, but I just want you to know mm-hmm. you're kind of making me mad. That's way better than just mm-hmm. flipping the table and whatever,
0: you know, yeah. um, and you're not saying in, yeah. in the pieces, like, you're not saying you're making me mad as a, as a tool to win the argument. No. Right. Like no, I'm justified. I'm mad just being honest. Um, and I'm justified. No, it's just, it's just saying, Hey, this is how I'm feeling. It has yeah. really nothing to do with you or maybe it does, but it doesn't at the same time. This is me. Yeah. I just want you to know how I'm, how I'm yeah. taking this right now because I need you to be, I need you to be aware of it so we can actually have a conversation yeah. or it might come out in un- mm-hmm. unhealthy ways. And I want to be slow to anger. Exactly.
1: Exactly. It's uh yeah, man. It's important to be able to listen. Which I think is probably attractive, and, and,
0: yeah. right? Yeah. To some extent. Like, if someone said that to me, you're like, oh. Like, it'd throw me off for a second. <laughs> yeah. And you'd be like, is this a tactic? Is he trying to play me? Um, that'd be my first thought. Uh, <laughs> but after you realize, no, it's genuine. Like, he's just sharing, or she's just sharing how she feels. Hey. Um, then that's, like, that's fair. Like, yeah. I, I think there's a part of that, like, no, I, I have more respect for you now, because because you shared that and you're willing to share that in the midst right. of our argument. Um, right. Yeah. yeah don't use it as a tool to win or to make someone no. feel bad or that's, yeah. that's manipulation. That's a yeah. whole nother don't ball be, game. Don't be manipulative. Um, that's no, yeah, don't, that's be not cool. don't be <laughs> a, a turd. Don't be nice a turd as we think. said. Yes. Um,
1: as some have said. Um, yeah, man, but it's, it's not being easily anchored. And I think it really does. Like you put the the first James 119 uh, verse in there. And I do think that's a great answer to not being easily angered is being quick to listen and slow to speak. Because if you're those two things, then you can be slow to become angry. But I really think you got to choose it in advance. You got to choose to practice it. And we're not perfect. You're not going to be like 100% all the time. But if you're trying to be slow to slow to speak and you're trying to be quick to listen, um, and by quick to listen that that maybe just sounds weird but you want to listen to what other people have to say yeah. and you're willing to take it's the a whole idea backseat, of
0: like you know quick to listen essentially just means let listening be your first po- your first posture yeah
1: yeah be humble like
0: that comes before i <laughs> be say be humble
1: in conversation
0: yeah yep, yeah. yep. No, Which that's good. and i don't, I don't think that's natural. a concept yeah i don't think that's a concept we've talked before about on the podcast maybe we have i don't i don't remember i don't but know But so much of our behavior is reactionary in the moment. Mm -hmm. Um, We're not even talking about just anger. We're just talking about everything in general. It's so reactionary in the moment because we haven't taken the time to decide or figure out how we're going to react when the situation shows up. So, like, here's anger. Um, Mm -hmm. Well, anger is a reactionary emotion. like. Most people don't like build it up and plan to be angry. It's just not how, like, it just comes out of us. It's like, it's hello, I'm here.
1: Um, Like it's,
0: it's that piece of it. So like what decisions do you make before you get there? So it's like, well, I don't want anger to be my first emotion. Mm -hmm. Um, So if I find myself in that situation, I'm going to do, One, two, and three. I'm going to make sure I'm slowing down enough to listen. Um, I'm making sure that listening is my first posture. Uh, um, If I'm getting really angry with somebody, um, I'm going to tell them I'm getting angry with them, not for the sake of control or manipulation or to win, but to just help them understand, hey, this is where I'm at, but I really want to understand you and where you're at. um, But I I just need you to know, like... I'm I'm fighting like I'm mm-hmm. fighting an internal battle right now and I and I don't want to be but I am, um, and then third is I'm going to take my time to actually share my thoughts on the situation. Yeah. Um, you should share them. I think it's important to share them. I think that's how conversation, relationship, all that those things happen. Mm-hmm. They have to be shared. Um, but you have to take your time to get to those things. Kind of like Andrew said, of like, um, you know, you're the giraffe. Uh, how <laughs> long is it? Long like, take some time to get it from. Yep. From yeah. Um, but I'm pretty sure in a giraffe, their voice box is right at their mouth and not yeah. down their throat, yeah. but that's fine. It's um, we, won't, we won't dissect or take apart, you know, take apart his, his illustration. Um, <laughs> uh, but there's so many of those things in our life in general. Like we could go through all of these things. Yeah. Love is love is patient. Love is kind. Well, I'm going to choose to be kind. Um, when I don't want to be kind, what's, what's, what's kind of the things that come out of me? What are the thoughts that I'm, I'm thinking, what are the feelings I'm thinking? What is my behavior? Um, and then how do I counterbalance that? Yep. Um, So many of these things are are coming back to that. No, no. When I interact with people, I'm going to look for an opportunity to love them. Well, yeah, Um, everybody interact, whether it's the person I'm picking up my groceries from my King supers, my neighbor, you know, my, my spouse, my, my coworker, whoever happens to be. When I enter into conversation relationship with that individual, I'm going to choose to love them. Well, that's my posture Mm -hmm. because Jesus told me I should love them. Well, Um, Jesus said, Um, you know, love your neighbor as yourself. I don't know about you, but I love myself a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. so loving them a lot is, is kind of the standard. Um, and so much of our behavior would change if we made the decisions ahead of time. This Mm -hmm. is how I'm going to react to these types of situations. Yeah. Right. Like, so I'll give you an example. Um, and this may not come as a surprise as you listen to our podcast and we are called this Jesus life podcast. Mm -hmm. And I would think Jesus is on our side of this. Um, but abortion is a trigger for me, mm-hmm. and especially in election season me too. when it comes up. Oh, my gosh. Does it pull so much out of me Yeah, um, that I'm just like, mm, I'm ready to fight. I'm ready to tell you how much this is wrong. I don't understand how you got to your position because it's stupid. Like that that's the emotion that comes out of me. If you've had an abortion, I'm not condemning you. I i, I can understand how you got there and made those decisions. I've taken the time to get to that place. I, I'm not. Please hear me on that. This I love is
1: just you. an issue where you're quick to anger is maybe what mm-hmm. you're trying to say.
0: Yeah. Yep, and yeah. so I've made the decision. When that conversation comes up, I'm going to shut up. Mm. That's my posture. Mm. Like you can say whatever you want. You can think I agree with you or disagree with you. I'm not going to enter into the conversation. That's good, man. Yeah, because it's just it. Because I can't enter the conversation in a logical, helpful fashion. It's going to be destructive, and it's going to be very um, aggressive. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> I just, I've chosen, I'm not going to say anything, whether that's face to face, whether that's now, if you come to me in your, uh, you're like, Josh, you know, I'm just really struggling with this. I'm pregnant and I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do with this baby. I'm going to share and my opinion that. in that moment. Yeah. And you yeah, don't offer 100%. You support. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if it's a conversation about the topic on whether it's okay or not, mm-hmm. like it's just a general conversation. Someone's not trying to make a decision. It's a general conversation. I'm out. I'm not entering into it. That's the decision I've made ahead of time before mm-hmm. I go into it. There's plenty of times I see it on, on Facebook and I'm like, oh, hell yeah, here we go. Uh, there's plenty <laughs> of times, even in conversation, I want to jump yeah. into it. Yeah. But I've decided the best posture for me to take, because I don't, I know I'm only going to cause harm, yeah. um, is to shut up.
1: Yeah. And, and what you were saying earlier, where you were talking about how we react so much in our life, like... I think maybe that's the normal. One beautiful thing about the Bible is if you spend time reading it and thinking about it and questioning it and memorizing it, all of that, um, it gives us a roadmap of how to not just be reactive, but to to make these decisions in advance. You know, led by the Holy Spirit, I'm sure you were in that that choice of, I'm just not going to engage in this conversation in the moment. I'm going to listen and and then I I can speak if it makes sense to speak, but I'm not gonna come in guns blazing with facts and and whatnot because yeah. I think so much of that like abortion is a is a thing that breaks my heart if I'm being honest and makes me mm-hmm. um, fills me with emotion you know sometimes mm-hmm. anger sometimes I just feel sad sometimes mm-hmm. helpless all of it there's there's mm-hmm. a lot of different stuff in there but. There's a lot of statistics about abortion. There's a lot of statistics about all the things that are the political hot-button issues. Um, But the reality is when you're having that conversation with a person or a couple people... You're not having that conversation with statistics, <laughs> and you yeah. throwing out the the standard or the you know numbers of abortions in 2018 yeah. among 300 million people in the U.S. Yeah, that's not helpful to the person you're talking to, you know. And it's yeah. like you you make that decision of advance in advance of I'm just gonna. Either be quick to listen and slow to speak, or I'm going to be quick to listen and not speak, um, and I'm not going to become, because I know I'm going to become angry. You know, that's that's a wise yeah. choice. Whatever whatever you're doing, but the Bible gives us a roadmap to make these decisions before you're in the moment where you have to make a decision. You know, like it's yeah. it, it, that that's a beautiful thing about it. Um, yeah, and we'll say it
0: this way. Yeah, I'm like I'm always. <laughs> This is just maybe a pet peeve of mine in this. And I'm not trying to correct you, Andrew. Uh, I'm just sharing my Mm -hmm. posture. Correct me. Uh, This is what God has said. And those like that, like, it's not the Bible that has the authority. It's the author that that created the authority. Yes. Um, so we're just applying it to it was, I think we get in scary grounds when we give the Bible, the authority, uh, and we end up feeling justified in our actions. And all reality, Jesus called us, God called us to love first. So in all these conversations of all these different topics of love, like the reality is, is, um, as you dig into your relationship with Jesus, Um, As you dig into that relationship through reading Mm -hmm. God's word, through prayer, Mm -hmm. through practicing Jesus habits, um, like you're going to be molded and shaped into who God's called you to be. So what that's going to mean is you're going to be a more loving person today as you journey with Jesus than you were a year ago. If you've been journeying with Jesus, Um, you're going to be a more aware person about Mm -hmm. who you are and how you react to things. And you're going to be a more intentional person. Yeah. Um, because Jesus is going to bring things up of like, hey, when you go into this situation, um, this is what typically happens. So let's talk mm-hmm. about that situation. Yeah. Right? Like it's this level of intentionality starts to go higher and higher. And this is probably true of anyone just coming to realization of how their behavior interacts with other people. Yeah. Um, but this is how this is inside of what, what Jesus is doing is this, he's sanctifying you and shaping you into who God's called you to be. Um, and and. Molding your heart to a place of great love for Him and great love for those around us, yeah. um, like there's that piece of it. Of uh, there's an intentionality that starts to form. Um,
1: yeah.
0: I think if you're highly re- re- reactional a person, um, like emotion wins nine mm-hmm. times out of ten. Um, like I would, I would say you got to spend more time with Jesus. That's the only yeah. thing that's going to help that. Um, you gotta let him start to shape you and and you're spending time with Jesus in a posture of humility of, Hey, Jesus, this is where I'm at and this is how I react and how I'm thinking. How do you want me to react and thinking? And thankfully his words have been recorded and we have it in the Bible. Like this is exactly what he said Mm -hmm. and this is exactly who he's called you to be. Um, so there's no question. It's not this, this, you know, how does Jesus feel today in terms of how he's going to answer this question? No, it's recorded. This is how he feels. This is how he always Mm -hmm. feels. He's not changing. Mm -hmm. um, so there's that piece of it, too. of yeah. The longer you spend and walk with Jesus, the more intentional you're going to become because yeah. you're going to realize things about yourself that Jesus reveals, Jesus corrects, Jesus encourages. You know, it could be revealed good things and bad things yeah. about your personality and who you are or yeah. your past and and what that brings to your personality. Yeah, um, And kind of digging in into those things like that's going to be be huge as, as well. Yeah. I mean, in, We've been in, going through this like. Go ahead. Go.
1: Oh, I was just going to say, to be clear, I, I agree with what you're saying, man. Um, I think when we spend time reading the Bible, the Holy Spirit guides us to things that, that we need to understand better. Um, things that yep. stick out to you in that moment, in that day, in that season, to help you make the decisions in advance to look more like Jesus a year from then or two years from then. Things that you've yep. already made the choice. You've already thought through it because the Holy Spirit guided you there you know through the living breathing word of god which is the bible not the the perfect version of the bible or the perfect copy of the bible no like the 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 word of god that he's given us to get to know him is the bible but um yeah i'm not trying to place too much authority on on the physical book um but the author so i'm with you i didn't know we were just a pet peeve of mine fair enough
0: yeah um yeah what we like to do with it but um no, I think that's, I think it's good. I, I think, I, I think the big question that you should constantly be asking is, is my actions harming relationship or helping relationship? Yeah. Like if relationships, the key and mm-hmm. Jesus made it pretty clear, yeah. love your neighbor as yourself. Like that's a, that's the second, um, and greatest commandment. Um, it's like the first, um, so equal, equal grounds, um, that if I'm harming relationship am is, am I doing it right Yeah. If, if, um, um, you know, if I have a a certain friend group and my behavior, my actions, my whatever is harming that Mm -hmm. community, um, then I'm probably not on the right. I probably have some issues going on. Um, because you can, you can disagree with the community and not harm it. Yeah. Like the community can say, this is true. And you could say, no, I think this is true. And you can have conflict and disagreement and not harm it. But the second I let an emotion, especially like anger into the picture, um, like it's going to cause destruction. That's just what it does. Yeah. Like James is clear about it. Like, yeah, you know, he, he specifically said like, because human anger does not produce mm-hmm. the righteousness that God desires. That's right. Like sure. Getting angry is not sinful. I don't think it's sinful I and mean, it can lead to sin though. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jesus saying in James is saying right here, like, be very careful because it's not going to lead to what you want. Yeah. So if you find yourself constantly getting angry, like dig into that with Jesus. Like if that's, if that's your posture, like figure out why, like dig yeah. into what that, that issue is and, 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 and let Jesus speak into that and then let him shape you around that. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I would assume you don't want to be angry. I, right. I would assume that. I'm um, like, I no one wants so. to be in that posture where you're just angry at everybody all the time. Like no. you're going to segregate yourself from most of society. If that's yeah. your posture, yeah. um, like they're not going to want to be around you. Yeah. Um, and maybe that's how you want it or you've convinced yourself that's how you want it, but you really don't. We need community. That's how we are designed. Right. Humanity needs people around us. Mm-hmm. Um, so like let Jesus speak into that and start to dig into it and find what the root causes. Cause I don't think the root causes you're an angry person. <laughs> To, right. I think, right. I think there's a different root cause at play there. Yeah. Something's going on. You got to dig into that something. Um, so, so God can, can speak into it and shape and mold you. Um, and here's the beautiful thing. Like we talk about correction. We talk about discipline from, from Jesus. Um, and, Oftentimes we get it from the human perspective of this is what it's like. Mm-hmm. Um, but discipline and correction from Jesus is extremely loving, extremely caring. And it's not like, hey, Andrew, you suck as a human being. Right. Like shape up. Right. It's like, no, Andrew, this is causing destruction in your life yep. and the lives around you. Yep. Let me help you. Yes. Like that's Jesus' posture. Yeah. yeah. Um, and like, it's a beautiful picture and it's mm-hmm. a beautiful thing to sit inside of. It's not a, hey, you're a screw up. Now yeah. just fix it. It's a, Hey, let me sit in this with you because remember Jesus took your sin on himself. Um, yeah. so he's sitting in it with you. Mm-hmm. Let him help you deal with it. Uh, those things that are causing destruction. Um, yeah,
1: man, you just, you hit on it. And this, it's just a great point that I want to underscore. Like when Jesus is, when Jesus speaks to us, um, when he speaks to me, when he speaks to you, when he speaks to whoever's listening, um, he doesn't do it with just shame. He doesn't just say, Well, you suck. End of story. No. He doesn't do a
0: shame at all.
1: No, it's never shame. It's never you suck. It's if okay, hey. it feels
0: like shame, you're
1: it's probably coming from you if it feels like shame, or, you know, or the enemy. Um, but it's it's not coming from Jesus. Um so when he speaks to us, he says, Hey, I love you. I want to help you with this. Um, and I want to <laughs> show you the truth of this. Like maybe it is hurting your life and causing destruction there and on other people's lives. But it's always wrapped with the next step out of that, the step out of that. You know, it's, I love you so much. I'm going to be honest with you about how this is hurting you or others. And here's the way out because I love you that much too, you know? So it's just, uh, if you're listening to this and you're struggling with anger, there's always a next step. There's always a way to get out of that. Um, If you're struggling with something else, like we all are, um, whatever it is, um, there's always a way out of that, and I, I just encourage you to take a minute when you shut off this podcast, or stop it right now, and just pray and say, "Jesus, would yeah. you help me through this? Because I don't That's know good. my next step, but I know that that I'm in the wrong here." You know, go spend That's some good. time with Him, um, and and there's always a way out of of sin. There's always a way back to Jesus, whether it's anger or something else you're struggling with. Thanks for listening to our show. It really means a lot to us, and we hope that it helps bring you closer in your relationship with Jesus and with
0: other people. And it also helps us out if you rate our podcast or leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening on. You can also follow us on Instagram and the Facebook. Now, sharing this with your friends isn't just to get the word out of the podcast. We believe that we have the message of hope that's found in the gospel of Jesus Christ. And you sharing this has the ability to transform the lives of the people around you.